Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. I've got to say, being a parent is one of those life events that turns your world upside down. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, and I remember getting married was like easy. It just was so natural. Having kids was so hard. It wasn't hard right away, but in time, my kids kind of made me realize I'm I'm just going full bore. I'm just going full bore through life without slowing down to enjoy the simple gifts. And one of the things that several little kids at once uh, did for me was. Danny to help me slow down and just realize, okay, my daughters want a tea party right now. I need to go fix something on the car right now. I guess I'll have the tea party. You know, I guess I'll sit down with them and I'll interact with them and engage with them because I don't think they're going to stay this age and want me to do this kind of thing forever. Yeah, this concept of being present is so key to us as as parents. We're wanting to go to the next thing because we feel that we need to. Yeah. And yet kids are in the moment, and we need to meet them there. That, that's fantastic, John. I, I realized just a few years ago I had a great lesson that my kids taught me. Hmm. And I was checking in with them, just saying, hey, how are things going? I felt a little insecure about it because I have been, had been so busy. Didn't feel like I had been as present listening like I tell people to do. And here I'm a counselor, and I, just, I, I didn't feel like the rhythm was, was just right. And I said... Alex, Lexi, what do you think? Do you guys feel we're, we're really connected? They said, Dad, you're doing a, a fantastic job. We love that you're our dad. Mm. And I felt a moment of grace that I can be an imperfect dad in the home. I may think I'm doing really bad, but in reality, my kids still see the, that, that I, make, I have that, that desire to connect with them and, mm-hmm. and have wanted that. It's not always going to be perfect like that, just the, the response from kids. But really what I learned is there's a lot of room for grace from kids when we think as parents we're not doing very well. So stop and really get perspective on the fact that you're probably not doing as bad as you think you are. Yeah, that's good. Well, Erin Holly is a fellow parent, if you will. She found out that when she became a mom, um, she could be childlike again. Her kids helped her learn that. And here she is sharing her story with Jim Daly. I want to touch also again on that performance-based mentality because mm-hmm. I think so many people in the culture, both men and women, mm-hmm. have that issue. Um, the culture, again, almost demands that you think in this pattern. You, you mentioned you feel that started with your relationship with your dad. Mm-hmm. Speak to women. You know, there, there may be a million women listening right now who have had that kind of conflict in their heart where... Mm-hmm. They didn't have a healthy relationship with their father for whatever reason. And maybe their mom, too. And the only way they were appreciated was through their performance. They felt, that's how I connected to Dad. He lit up when I did well. Mm-hmm. Speak to that, the environment when you were a young girl, figuring that out. I mean, you're a smart person. As a teenage girl, how did you begin to realize what the triggers were? And then how have you attempted to overcome that performance drive to rest in God? There's a lot yeah, there, yeah, but just lot, hit them. That's great. So, so I think to start sort of when I was a younger girl, um, I think I, I realized quite young that our house wasn't normal. And I've, I've since realized that the Noah's house is normal. It probably is more normal than you realize mm-hmm. then. I mean, right. that not yes. that true? No, that's probably very true. Broken and dysfunction so. is kind of the normal setting. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I wanted to be normal. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to belong. And I think how I sought to meet those goals or desires was by working hard. And I can remember one example that my grandma would host lovely dinners, um, this long table filled with cousins <laughs> and food. And uh, But I was never co- quite comfortable just being there. And so I wanted to fit in, wanted to, to you know be accepted. And my way of doing this as a small girl was to wash the dishes. So I would jump up before dessert and, and wash dishes. And there's always lots of them. I wish you were um, my daughter. <laughs> I know. See, I'm doing a lot it of too, dishes. right? Look, and I fell right into it. Um, what a great daughter so, to have. I, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I was always, I sort of fell into this sort of people-pleasing mentality, this performance-based mentality. Um, and to tell you the truth, I, I still do. And I certainly struggled with it. Um, is it, is it now? necessarily bad or is it just when it's unhealthy when you're deriving benefit that's unhealthy benefit from it i mean i would think that's a good thing i mean to help people is a godly thing but when does it become unhealthy so i think when i get my value um and worth from my performance rather than looking to god and it's actually I think mostly as a mom, one of the unexpected blessings of being a mom is realizing I can't do it, um, that I need God. <laughs> um, and as you said at the beginning of uh, the the segment, um, that his power is made perfect in our weakness. Mm. So I really, really have felt that as a mom. And also uh, God has been faithful to prove himself sufficient um, even in that transition, even when I didn't know what to do. Um, also through my children, I think I've been given the invitation almost to become childlike again. Mm. Oh, that's um, interesting. What, what does that mm-hmm. definition look like? What does it mean to be childlike to you? So uh, in the Gospels, in several places, um, the disciples are trying to, you know, shoo the children away because children weren't important. The yes, the yes. So, so the children were supposed to, you know, stay away and be quiet. Um, <laughs> and Jesus says, no, no, let the children come to me. And then he says something that is so countercultural for the time. He says, such as these make up the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And in another place, he even says, in order to inherit the kingdom of heaven, you must become like little children. And here he's speaking to these disciples that are shooing them away. Um, what do you think that meant? So I think, and, and again, just learning from my children here, I see so many traits in them. I see their inherent joy. Uh-huh. I see how they just trust, how they just want to be with mom. Like being with their parents is the sort of sole desire of their, their little hearts. And I think Jesus wants to see that in us. He wants us to desire him in that sort of way. Well, I wonder if you can get there, uh, as Aaron did, to see that we can trust God, um, and He loves us. We can embrace that uh, that love that He has for us. I'm sure, Danny, there are a lot of parents who are struggling with how people look at them. I mean, we have such a performance-oriented uh, social media world hmm. where you just have to put it all out there, and it's all so perfect. Um, it's difficult to deal with real life, though, that isn't postable, if you will. Yeah, there's a deep core need just to be competent, you know, that I'm I'm a good parent. I'm doing this well. I'm doing it right. And it's not like you're being evaluated with a, a scorecard. And it's all out of your own assumptions. And generally, we tend to rate ourselves much lower than we really are. We're, we're our worst critics. Uh, many parents that I talk to, I'll say, Do you, would you let anyone else talk to you the way you talk to yourself? Ooh. And they say, well, No. So why have you given yourself permission to talk to yourself that way? You're trying your very, very best with where you're at right now. And each day can be a better day. And it's a brand new one that you get to unwrap. And giving us that, that space for ourselves is the first step. The more you can be complimentary of other parents around you, the more complimentary you become about 
yourself because you've given mm. grace to others. The more critical you are of other parents, most likely the more critical you'll become of yourself. So watch what you're doing in your thoughts towards parents that are imperfect around you. And then also keep track of how you're talking to yourself. Are you really helping yourself become a connected, um, contributing type of parent rather than the perfect parent? Okay, so what's I, I hear what you're saying. Give me a script that a mom or a dad can just kind of run through their mind for the next few hours. I'm doing the best with what I have, what I've been given. And that is I'm giving out of the energy that I have. I'm giving out of the love I've been shown, out of the teaching I've been given. And sometimes that may mean that I was impatient in a moment because it caught me off guard. And what you can do is say, hey, I'm sorry for being impatient or yelling at you and, and bridging that back up. That doesn't make you a bad parent. That, that is a teaching moment with your child. So just telling yourself, I'm doing the best that I can with what I have really can give a good recording for you. Look for ways to complement what you're doing. Look for things that you do right and say, hey, yeah, you did that pretty well. And then because you'll have plenty of moments where you go, man, why'd you say that? that oh, that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Does my child really like me? Am I as good as that parent? And it's normal for us to want to compare each other. Compare yourself with purpose. That, hey, wow, that's beautiful. That parent has done. Wow, I wonder if I did that. That could probably help me and my relationship, or, you know, that's just not going to work in my relationship with my child, but I'm glad for them. Yeah. And be happy for other parents. It's not you having to become a different parent. You're the one chosen for your child. I appreciate that. Yeah, there's freedom in recognizing that my purpose is different perhaps than their purpose. My background's different. My personality's different. I can't measure up to that person, and God doesn't expect me to. No. He expects me to deal with what I have, the tools he's given me, the experiences I've had. Uh, for me to show up and be the best dad I can be today. Well, take advantage of our website, which has a lot of great resources. And um, one of those would be Erin Holly's book, Living Beloved, about lessons she's learned from her children. As always, make a donation of any amount to support the work here of Focus on the Family. We do uh, broadcasts, podcasts, magazines, events, a lot of things online. So many tools for you as a mom or a dad. Uh, Help us do that around the world more effectively by being one of our supporters. Uh, Join our support team today. We'll say thank you by sending Living Beloved to you. All the details are in the episode notes. Well, for now, I'm John Fuller. Uh, Next time, we're going to be talking about finding joy in the midst of craziness, and uh, I hope you can join us then. Hope it's not too crazy for you. On behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.